0: welcome back guys welcome back to the The Jesus Jesus following Following
1: jesus podcast
0: podcast. we are so excited to be back episode four we're ready to go today's going to be a very interesting topic before we start i just wanted to open the podcast with a lovely prayer so holy spirit i just want to invite you in this prayer with us today Father God, I just want to thank you for each and every person on the end of this podcast, Lord. All of the listeners listening today, whatever they may be going through, Lord, may you have your hand, your loving hand over their lives, Father. I just want to rebuke and cancel all plans that the enemy has over this person, Father. And may they be able to have an open ear, Father. Open their spiritual ears to listen to whatever you have for them, Lord. And may they receive what you have for them through this podcast, Lord. And may they always know that you are there for them, wherever they may be and wherever they go. Be with us today in this podcast, Father. And thank you so much for another day. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, you guys today's podcast is going to be about addiction Addiction. and the reason why we want to talk about this is because me and joe struggled with addiction and we feel like a lot of people struggle with it even if it's um knowingly or in their homes indoors privately there's a lot of addiction going around and you know especially with the youth you know I used to always tell myself, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be addicted. And I landed right in the trap, right in the devil's trap. And I was addicted for some time. So we just want to let you guys know that you're not alone. You're not the only person going through this. There's a lot of people that are going through this. And what we're going to be speaking about today, you take it into your heart and that you really receive this message You're not listening to this podcast because of coincidence. Let's start off with what addiction is. And if you guys pull up Google, (laughs) don't worry, we'll be opening our Bible soon. Google says the the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. So you could be addicted to anything. It's not just drugs. You could be addicted to um, sex. You could be addicted to watching porn. You could be addicted to working too much. You could be addicted to the money. You could be addicted to fitness, making yourself look physically more appealing, you know? Whatever
0: takes most of your time. It could be even sugar. It could be caffeine. School. It could be uh, anything that, that controls you. I'm going to say, because even in those moments, God is so graceful and merciful. Amen. And he will always be there to help you because we wanted to do this topic of addiction today because we want all of you to know, just like my wife had said earlier, you are not alone. And the fact that Jesus is always with you is just something... to really meditate on and really realize it's like the holy spirit is is right there is always with us we have to really see him as a person cuz it's like he's with you through everything through all trials and and tribulations you go through it's like he's always there so no matter what and i know there's many people that that don't know how to touch on that subject so we're we're here today to just let you know We are not perfect. We are here to help each and every way we can. We just wanna let the Holy Spirit just work through us and just speak through us. What's what's happened in our lives, the things we were addicted to that we have overcome only through Christ because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that was the way that led to the peace that we're at now.
1: Amen. So let's start off with like a little bit behind our addictions and stuff. I got introduced to alcohol when I was in high school. I was doing it for a couple of years and then I had my daughter. I had stopped drinking for two years and I remember the first time I drink again. I used to work at the casino and I used to work for DPS and in DPS a lot of people like to drink. So they had invited me to the bar. I said no and they were consistent with it. So I had gone to the bar. I remember drinking a sip of beer. I was not drunk or anything, but I just remember getting in my car, driving, just feeling really guilty and telling Joe, like, I drink, I drink a sip of beer and I just feel so bad. And I was just praying to God, like, Lord, forgive me. And, you know, who would have known that that sip would have just led me into a trap? So I just started to drink a lot and I had become addicted to alcohol for, I want to say, probably three years straight. Um, I was addicted for three years straight. And then after that, the drunkness was just not getting me drunk enough. And then I wanted to, I went into weed and I was smoking and we were doing like wax and that just wasn't getting me high enough. Then I got addicted to nicotine. So, um, I got addicted to weed, alcohol, and nicotine all at once, like all like at the same time, kind of. Mm. And boy, was it bad. And if you're currently going through this, I just want to say have hope, believe in Jesus, surrender to Jesus because he will remove this. You give it to God. I remember crying to God when we lost everything because we were functional until we just weren't anymore. And I remember just telling God drunk, Lord, help me. Like, I'm tired of drinking. I'm tired of doing this. Help me. The next morning I woke up and I threw up. And usually when I had drunk in the past, I was a very heavy drinker so i could drink and not throw up so much um but anyways i had been drinking so much and i i felt good all night went to sleep woke up the next morning i threw up and the first thought i got in my head was i'm throwing up demons and i didn't know then but now i know that the holy spirit was telling me you're throwing up demons right now (laughs) it's just crazy Mm -hmm. um so anyways, after that, I still kept drinking, and I was still trying to build a relationship with God. I was surrendering myself more and more to him, and I was getting convicted more of what I was doing. I remember just drinking, and then the next morning I would, like, pray or read the Bible. My husband had seen me reading the Bible for, like, two hours straight. Right, babe? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. just like I said, we were very functional till we just weren't and we literally lost everything. And we're gonna be truthfully blunt with you guys. We lost our car, we lost our home, we were homeless. We, we lost everything except for our health and our daughter. And God, of course, mm-hmm. God, of course. These three to four years that I had dedicated to drinking, I noticed that God was watching over me the whole time. And that's why, you know, I'm letting you guys know Something could have happened to you that time you took too much cocaine. Something could have happened to you that one time you blacked out when you drink too much. Something could have happened to you with you smoking those um, electric cigars. Your your lungs could have been so bad that you could have been in the hospital, but God's been watching over you because he has a plan for you. And I know that somebody is going to surrender by hearing this. Somebody's going to put down the vape, put down the alcohol, put down the nicotine, put down everything that you're addicted to, and you're going to surrender to God. And you're going to tell God, I have this feeling. Thank you. Holy spirit. I have this feeling that someone's going to surrender and someone's going to kneel down and cry out to the Lord and say, I surrender. I give it to you, Lord. I'm done with this. I no longer want to be addicted. This will no longer, ho- I will no longer hold this. This will no longer have a hold of me, but you Lord will have my heart fully back to the story.
0: Amen. God is Amen. good. Amen. God
1: is good. Hallelujah. I remember that um when we lost everything, even when we lost everything, we lost our house and everything. Me and Joe had been praying to God, "Lord, give us a miracle. We were drunk. Lord, give us a miracle. Please give us a miracle when we had nothing. We had nowhere to go. I was staying at a friend's at the time. Like we spent the night at her house one night. And after that, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was literally looking into homeless shelters. I said, Lord, give us a miracle. We were both crying in the car to God. Ten minutes later, my job calls me and tells me, Mahaley, I have a place for you and your family to stay. Because before then, I had texted her like, hey, I can't go to work. I'm currently going through a situation. Um, I've lost our home and she texted me 10 minutes later or called me 10 minutes later. My Haley, I have a place for you and your family to stay rent free for a month. The Lord is good. Amen.
0: Amen. The Lord
1: is so, so good because even in, even if you're drunk, even if you're smoking right now, even if you're high, even if you just smoked 10 minutes ago, the, Lord's will, the Lord still loves you, and the Lord is willing to forgive you, but you have to surrender.
0: The Lord is patient. God is kind. He's merciful, and he's willing to forgive your sins. Amen. Especially when, when you realize it and you come with a sincere heart.
1: Amen. He's
0: willing to turn your whole life around.
1: He, he will he remain faithful. Chance,
0: give him a chance, and, and he will show you.
1: So then I had stopped drinking. We were living at this place, and— we're just so grateful with the Lord. We were on fire for God. I'd stopped drinking. We're on fire. We're praying. We're, we're um, doing what we have to do. We're rebuilding our life again. We're saving up for our next place. You know, God is doing wonders in our heart. He's delivering us from these demonic spirits that have been attached to us since generations, since birth, since we've been in the womb. He has delivered us from all of these alcoholic spirits that's why they call it spirits cuz it attracts spirits when you're drunk that's why when we black out we don't know what we did is because there was a spirit in you that was functioning for you i i fell back i had gone out with a friend and i went back to drinking well actually i didn't go back to drinking but i drank one last time and i didn't know it was going to be my one last time but i was so on fire for god i was like no i'm not drinking i'm not drinking but I ended up drinking again. And that time I drank, I felt so guilty. I said, Lord, forgive me. And you guys, I got sick to my stomach. I never wanted to touch alcohol again. It wasn't even like, oh, I drink too much. Let me go throw up. No, it was like headache, um, just feeling disgusted and it really put an ick in me. And I remember saying like while I was laying down and I didn't even feel like the drunkness. I just felt nasty, like if as, a, as if I was sick. And I just remember telling the Lord, like, I'm never doing this again, Lord. I'm never touching this again, Lord. After that, I've never touched it again by the grace of God, because Amen. God is so, so good. And he will deliver you from whatever you're fighting, whatever you're currently going through, whatever it is. Surrender to him. Come as you are. And he is so willing. He he is so loving. He loved me and Joseph when we were at our drunkest, when we were crying out for help when we were drunk, crying out for us, for him to find a place for us to stay. And he still found us a place to stay. He loved us so much, even, even though we were drunk. So yeah, that's basically my story. And Yeah, my my addiction got super bad. It was just consuming me every day. I was drinking every day, vaping every 10 seconds. I want to say we were smoking weed probably like four to five times a day and then four to five times a night. (laughs) We were smoking weed 24 hours. We were even smoking like the residue. That's how desperate we were. We're so desperate that we would throw the vape in the trash and be like, we're done. We're done. We're not doing this anymore. And we would go out in the trash, like the big trash where the apartments go and throw their trash, would go out there and be digging through the trash can for our vape. Um,
0: Nicotine is crazy. Yeah, (laughs) it was
1: so, so bad. And I just want to say it doesn't end there because I remember I used to think this is it. Like, this is who I'm going to be a drunk. No it doesn't it does not end there the but yeah the
0: devil is a liar the devil is you, a liar he will put those thoughts in your head so that you stay on the on that destructive path
1: bondage yeah
0: and you don't you won't realize that god has something way better for you and that god will deliver you from whatever addiction whatever you feel like you're so attached to that even you're like you may feel like oh you know like i might as well keep doing this even though you know deep inside, you're like, oh, I just I don't even want to do this anymore. But just know like God, God is for you. And I was going to add to when because you said come as you are. I was going to say that's where come as you are comes in. It's like you don't have to get right before coming to God. Like God will use you where you're at so you, you can see his love. You can see his grace through the change, cause you start, you start changing, you start seeking him more and you realize like, Oh wow. Like I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to, you start changing up. You're like, Oh, I don't want to even cussing. Right? Yeah. So you're like, I don't, I don't want to cuss anymore. I don't want to use profanity. It's like, and it's crazy too. Cause uh, people start start to notice after a while too, like, Oh, like you don't cuss, huh? I'd be like, I really don't like. I I don't use profanity anymore, and it's like it took, it takes time too. Once you're really, um, you know, using crazy language and stuff, because then your your flesh just gets used used to it, and it's like, once you realize, like, I I want I want to obey the Lord because of all He's done. Like, if Jesus died on the cross for our sins, just for even that one person, He would die for that person's sin he chose to die for all of us and it's like he went through all that pain all that suffering just so we we can have a shot at life with him especially when when we get to that that heavenly place Amen. to just abide with him and he he's done all that he was just to forgive us, our sin so it's like how can i not obey god like how can i not just listen to him because he ha- he also has the best the best for you so it's it's just it's like a no-brainer at that point once you really once it really clicks in your mind you're like you know what like this is this is why we're called to, to walk with christ because of all the goodness you you get instead of anxiety and fear and all that you give it to the lord uh, like he's like he says in the word cast all your burdens upon Cast all your burdens upon me before I care for you. It's like he loves you so much. He would take your heavy burdens, take them off your shoulders so you can be at peace. He can give you that peace. He can give you that love. You can feel it. For reals.
1: <laughs> for reals. <laughs> all right. Do you want to do your um, testimony with addiction?
0: Almost oh, definitely. I'm ready. <laughs> so basically, yeah, you are not alone. I wanted to start with this, uh, with this this little verse right here, and First Corinthians. Corinthians is a great, it's a great place to even start. I think um, what is it, John, First John, uh, Galatians. There's a few other other ones as well, but there's these these different stories in the in the Bible, different. Books of the Bible, I should say. It's like when you're really starting out and you you want to know God more. It's like like He'll show you and just just talk to God like a regular person. He'll He'll lead you to whatever He wants to show you, and you just learn more about it. And you're like, oh, that's why. That's why I shouldn't do this. That's why He wants me to live like like this. You know, to be set apart for a reason. That's what, what makes us different from, you know, the world. The rest of the world is being set apart. And people are, like, always will wonder, why Why do they live like that? Like, why? It's because of what God has done. Like, it's like once he shows you, it's it's like, how can I not, you know? <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. The, t- the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience and god is faithful he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand when you are tempted he will show you a way out so that you can endure and that just shows you right there it's like god god will test you he will test your faith to see whether you're gonna be for him or if you're just Asking him for help in a moment, you know, not not ready to go all in for him. Because once you go all in for him, he he'll there'll be certain tests. And it's always important to ask the Lord for discernment so you can see like, you know what? I'm being tested right now. That way you can keep going. That's what gets your endurance up. And that'll that'll always continue to be something that that I always pay attention to, especially in this walk. But back to, onto uh, my addictions. So I've I've always uh, seen myself being addicted to weed in the past. It was always that was always something big. I always would would hide it, uh, especially from my wife. And I know there's a lot of people out there probably on the same page, hiding it from somebody. Hiding it. from... <laughs> Go ahead before he says
1: something he would hide it from me and 99.9 of the times i would always know and catch him and we it would lead to arguments and other stuff but go on babe
0: yeah no really though i would, I would just you know like those people that you people that that know what, what weed is like <laughs> it was just like trying to convince someone when you know you're just like you know, you're high and you're like, oh, like, like, no, like, no, I'm not. (laughs) It's just crazy. But now, like, looking back at it, like, I just laugh at it now because it was just crazy because I would just, it was something that I just couldn't let go. It was like, like, there's a reason God made me realize now, like, it's, it's, it's not for me. You know, it's, it was an addiction. It was, in a way, an idol. And, God clearly says in the word to one of the commandments, not to have any idols before me, not to have any other gods before me. So in a way, I was making weed an idol by always trying to go for it, always looking for that high, always striving for that. Instead of just letting the Lord take over my life and show me what he has in store for me. So I was prolonging my own blessings by Continuing to just be under the influence, and even the word says, "Be sober, be and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion, ready to devour." So basically, that means, like God wants you to be sober for a reason, and it just shows that the devil is always ready to take you down, just to keep to keep you where you're at so you won't see the potential god has for you
1: i want to say that my friend destiny um she's my sister in christ and she's one of my new friends and i wanted to add that she had told me that sometimes the devil will keep you because the devil can't be omni like god he's not omnipresent and god is she had told me that the devil wants to keep you in a cycle you're stuck in that cycle and when he comes back he has you right where he had you so how many People are probably addicted to something and you've been addicted to it for a while now. And every time the devil just comes back and he's like, yep, that's right where I need her. That's right where I had her last time. She's still stuck in that. It's a cycle. And we need to break that cycle in the name of Jesus.
0: Yes. Amen, babe. So along with that, the weed story that was one of the the biggest addictions i've had because it was something i couldn't let go but god is graceful god is faithful and here i am today so aside from the weed in the past it was uh it was years ago but i was also at the at one moment i was into pills back then from Xanax Percocets I can't remember Adderall. some uh oh yeah Adderall there we, we go Xan's Percocets Adderall
1: we were both like on Adderall that's yeah. something else that we were both addicted to. yeah
0: now that we realize it um being in this in this addiction episode today yeah Adderall was was crazy because <laughs> the devil's a liar once again it'll make you believe you have ADHD, but you don't. Trust me, it's just something. If if the pharma- pharmaceutical industry were to make Adderall to make you controlled, it's a controlled substance. So it basically controls you, it gets you going. And it's like, once you're off of that, you're back to reality and you're like, oh no, I can't. You know, I was so focused, I was getting so much done. But in reality, it's just, like, that's to keep you on it, keep you on it, and then you'll never really be yourself. Babe, um,
1: I remember when I got, (laughs) like, my wisdom teeth out. They gave me a bottle of Narcos, and I took, like, one, and then you had came over. We were, like, broken up at this time. You had came over, and you're like, oh, can I take these? Like, all like, weird, and I was like, sure. Oh, weird? (laughs) Yeah, and I was like (laughs) – I was like, sure, you know, and <laughs> you were like making up a lie, like, yeah, it's because my head hurts oh, and this and that.
0: Okay, well, that but makes sense were, now. But you were you you were literally <laughs> taking
1: them because you were popping yeah. pills.
0: Yeah, because at the moment I wasn't. Um, I didn't remember at the moment, guys. Because obviously, do you remember now, though? Yeah, <laughs> but this she said it weird, so that sounded funny. But yeah, guys, like the the Zans no go, they're man it's just it it's it's meant for anxiety and depression stuff but it's like to to numb yourself and to not feel and to forget stuff it's it's just not uh it's like unsafe and thank thank the lord for keeping me safe the times that i did um take those those type of pills cuz it was crazy
1: amen and the devil's a liar. We don't have anxiety. We don't have ADHD. Mm. No pill's going to take that away.
0: Only but Jesus only Christ. Only Jesus
1: Christ will.
0: So basically, just to to end things off, um, yeah, I was on, I was basically addicted. Um, and this is just our, our, you know, personal take on it because, man, just God is so good and saved us from so much. But it was the the weed, the the pills, you know. And just when I was on just the Zans, it was just something just not good for me. And and the fact that you forget it, it that can't be a good thing. It's never a good thing to black out or forget stuff. I've been um and on being on Percocets and being addicted to that was another thing because it's like it's just always that like I need more. I need more type of thing so it's like god will will indeed save you from each and every type of substance and there was a a moment of ecstasy a moment of of cocaine use but god is good that goes to show you he will he will use you even at your your lowest points if you think like oh no like what i've done in my life is it's too much like god can't use me like god will use anybody like he will he will use you he he looks for the he's close to the brokenhearted he's close to just those who who truly truly need him the ones that truly seek him he will he'll will knock at your door and he's waiting for you to answer but don't don't ignore that call answer it so he can use you never feel like oh you know like i've taken this drug i've taken you know i i can't get off this Go to the Lord as you are and he will show you. He will he will bring that change to you. It takes time. It's not gonna happen overnight per se, but he will make it to where you understand like he loves you, like as you are, like he loves you. When you know, when you're in sin, he loves you. When you're obedient to him, he loves you. It's like he's he's so patient, he's so loving, he's so kind, he's like every single positive thing you can imagine like even more like his his ways are so much above our ways and it's just incredible the things he've, he's done so never forget the lord is graceful and he will use you even through no matter what you've done
1: amen
0: amen and um my wife wanted to say a uh, a scripture and then i was gonna say one as well leading to um the end of what my addictions (laughs) no go ahead no go ahead baby i
1: don't have it yet
0: Does it is it okay so there's this um there's a couple parts it's going to be in romans 6 and galatians 5 just to give you guys a take on the word because the word is good the word relates to today you know it's not just, oh, you know the Bible's from back then. it's like it relates to today like God's word is forever.
1: The word is living.
0: it's living word, and it the Bible's the only book that reads you, and it's like you can read it over and over, and you'll always um have a revelation on something, you always realize something that God has with you. So I wanted to read in Romans chapter six, verse fifteen. well then. Since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death. Or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God, once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin. And you have become slaves to righteous living. And here's a little piece from Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself
1: amen
0: amen those are those are some very important verses i have found and and realized like you know god's way is righteous living and i prefer to be at peace and to be at that in that freedom knowing in my mind i'm on that right path because there is no oh like i'm getting anxiety or you know i'm i'm so fearful of of living because there there is none of that like god took that literally I, I you give it all to God and he he replaces that those feelings with peace
1: amen all right I just want to add John 14 14 and this is the new living translation right yes ask me for anything in my name and I will do it what are you in bondage to? What are you addicted to? What are you just tired of it? And you're like, Lord, I give this to you. Lord, I give this addiction to you. I'm I ask you, Lord, that you remove this in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask for it, and He will do it. I also want to go into, into John 14:1. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and also trust in me. Always right. trust in Jesus always trust in God that whatever you're going through, he will heal you. He will remove that addiction. You you might think, oh, this is me. I'm stuck with this. Oh, uh, I've been vaping for 10 years. I've been smoking um, cigarettes for 13 years. I've been drinking for nine years. No, that's not you you're going to, once you put the bottle down, once you put the pack of cigarettes down, the cocaine, the alcohol, the weed, the, the, just the addiction of, oh, and we're talking about any type of addiction, not just drugs, but this is like our type, the addictions that we dealt with. Once you put that down, God is going to make you a new person. And that new person is going to be stronger 10 times stronger than the old person you used to be before you got into that addiction. I know that if Jesus did it for us, he'll do it for you.
0: Absolutely will. He is so loving.
1: Amen. He
0: loves you guys so much. And amen, babe. You And you, just, you sound really good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also um, want to read something else too. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Proverbs 23, 31 through 32. Don't gaze at wine seeing how red it is, how it sparkles in the cup, how smoothly it goes down. For in the end, it bites you like a poisonous snake. It stings like a viper. And that's the truth, because honestly, I thought, oh, well, I'm just going to drink, but I'm still going to be functional. And like I said, we were functional until we just weren't. The only thing I want to be addicted to is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And. I I just know that somebody listening to this is going to put something down. They're going to give it up. They're going to bring it to the altar and say, Jesus, here you go. Like, have this. You could even be addicted to your phone. Just say, Lord, I don't want this anymore. You could be addicted to TikTok. Mm
0: -hmm. You know? Social media. Social
1: media. You could be addicted to anything. Anything. And... I feel like we could go so deep into this podcast because there's so much to talk about and we might have to do like a part two. But yeah, guys, the Lord is so good because he removed the addiction from our lives. And I remember us just thinking we were always going to be addicted and the Lord brought us out of that. You're six months sober, right? And I'm like yes. about to be six months or something just hit,
0: like that. hit six months sober, sobriety, let's go. <laughs> I hear it clapping in my head. No, I'm just Amen. Kidding. No, but- um, It's the
1: angels in heaven. Yes.
0: Oh, I've read that in scripture too. Like whenever you accomplish something, like just know you have an audience in heaven that's cheering you on. So always have that in the back of your mind. Like, you know what? No, I'm not going to give up. It's like as if you're in a team, like, or you're playing like a sport. It's like someone's cheering you on and and that's like the angels in heaven. And it's just, it's, it's such a a good thing to think about because it keeps me going. Because guys, like I, I have dreams and like till till this day still about like smoking or like, oh, in my dream, I was going to smoke. And then once I wake up and and come to reality, I'm like, man, I'm grateful that I'm on this path, like it's going on and on. And I can't wait to get to one year, two years, three years, you know, and on. And that's what I'm, I'm sticking to. And I legit, like made a promise to God, I said, like, God, I'm not going to smoke weed, I'm not going to vape. And I'm not going to drink alcohol at all. Like none of that is going inside my temple. And um, oh, yeah, I think I, I forgot to mention, but yeah, nicotine was crazy. But my wife had mentioned we were on the vapes. Yeah, that was a, a real strong one as well. So if you're if you're addicted to the vape, to cigarettes, you can get off of it in Jesus name. Amen. And uh, the next, we probably are going to do part two, but it's probably going to be on the deliverance side of, of just getting. Getting away from this this demonic attachment. It's it's these demons wanna keep us in bondage. That's that's really what it comes down to. There is a spiritual war going on that a lot of people don't really think about, but it's going on.
1: Yeah, most definitely there's a spiritual warfare we cannot see and
0: it's always important to put the the armor of God on. Amen. It's in the word as well. Um we'll bring it up. Probably on the next episode, but it's the armor of God. You gotta have the your your spiritual armor on. You gotta have getting into the Word is one of the most important things you can do because you that's how you combat the enemy. That's how you can defeat the lies. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't feel like oh, like this is just me. You know, like I can never get out of this. It's like, wouldn't you rather just be at peace? Wouldn't you rather, you know, not be attached to something and and you end up saving money in the long run you know off topic but still like you you save so much just from the the things that you wouldn't even think yeah i just want
1: to say that god has a plan for each and every one of you and this might sound a little cliche but it's honestly the truth um he has a plan for you and you woke up today and you're living and right the second you have you're breathing air in your lungs because he has a plan for you our next 10 seconds are not guaranteed. Our next 15 seconds are not guaranteed. The next month isn't guaranteed. The next hour isn't guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. And we rather be filled up with the Holy Spirit so when when we die, we will reunite with Christ. When I was drinking, I didn't care. And now that I'm sober, like it's just very crazy because I care so much about my My spirit, because all of this will perish one day, everything will die, everything that we're chasing for in life will die. The only thing that will live is our our spirit and we there's only one way, and it's through Christ. If we want to sit in heaven with him, then we may we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. I do not want to die and be filled with a bottle of um a bottle of tequila that I just drank an hour ago. No, Lord, no. I do not want to die and just smoked weed 10 minutes ago. No, Lord, no. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So when I reunite with you, I will enter your kingdom and I will be singing with the angels and praising the Lord. I just want to say this really quick. First Corinthians six. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. Now like I said, the Holy Spirit, our body is a temple. And if we're filled with all these addictions and stuff, you know, and if our time comes and we go to the Lord, he's going to say, why did you dedicate so much time to drinking and not me? Why didn't you seek me? Why didn't you come looking for me? Why didn't you talk to me? But you drank every day, but you smoked weed every day, but you went to the gym every day, but you went to school every day. Why didn't you come to me? Why didn't you speak to me? And what's, what's that one verse in the Bible that says, depart from me, I never knew you, he will say. Depart from me, I never knew you. And that's very scary to think. So I just want to say right now, while you're alive, while you're breathing this air that's going through your lungs, give yourself to the Lord today. Repent and drop, drop down to your knees and just give him what you're no longer in bondage to. You're giving it to him. I'm no longer going to smoke, drink. I'm no longer going to be addicted. Lord, help me. And me, I'm going to put something down today. I'm going to put something down. I'm putting down energy drinks and caffeine. Lord, I will no longer be in bondage to this. Because we're not perfect. We struggle too. We we drink energy drinks um a lot. Like that's just one of our like, oh, let's go get an energy drink, you know. And we're putting it we're putting this down in the altar to together well i'm speaking for myself but
0: mm-hmm. no i'll i'm gonna do it as well we're we're one as we're in marriage
1: it's time to put down the alcohol it's time to whatever you're dedicating too much time to and you're just addicted to it and you get that rush of dopamine and ooh, this bring it to the altar bring it to jesus give it to jesus and he will remove that sin he will take it away you guys look, God is so loving. He is the most loving ever, more loving than my the love my husband can give me, the more, lo- more loving than the love I can give to my husband. He is so loving. And I know it's not easy. And like my husband said, it's not gonna be, you're not gonna be able to quit overnight. Maybe some of us do and glory to God. And maybe some of us, it might take us a month. It might take us a year. It might take us two years. Some of us might fall back. Some of us are going to get back up. Some of us are going to fall back again and get back up. But I'm saying today, if you give whatever you're addicted to, to the Lord, he will remember, Hey, she did that. She did it with a sincere heart. He will keep his promise. You will break through. I told the Lord, I no longer want to be addicted to alcohol. And I was i was still running back to alcohol. I believe I ran back to alcohol two times. Now I'm about to be six months, I think, or, or around that. Give it to the Lord today. Some of us might take longer than others, but all I know is that the Lord is going to keep his promise and let's let's all pray for each other. Let's all, we'll pray for you guys. You guys pray for us. You know, something that we struggle with is just caffeine and you know, we're going to put this at the altar and we're going to give it to the Lord and just tell him, like, we're no longer going to struggle with this.
0: Amen. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that the Lord has made. The righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up.
1: Amen. So always
0: remember. That just came to my mind. So praise the Lord. <laughs> oh,
1: All right, guys, Amen. we want to end in prayer today. And we might have to do a part two because there's just so much to this.
0: Yeah, this is going to be uh, definitely a part two. And, and a three. Especially, we just want to, <laughs> uh, the next episode, we'll, we will definitely cover um, basically how to how we overcame the addiction through deliverance we'll Mm -hmm. explain a little bit more about deliverance
1: yeah deliverance is going to be one of my favorite topics because a lot of people don't know about deliverance um so we're going to spiritually open eyes Mm -hmm. in the name of jesus stay
0: tuned for that because it's uh it's like a lot goes into it um when we got when we got saved and really went all in for the lord it's like we we had to go through deliverance. That's how I broke the chains of addiction. That's how I further, I further just kept kept my my strive for the Lord. I kept uh, choosing to keep going for him and and realizing I needed him more and more to be able to to get through this to get through breaking that bondage off. Because man demons are real guys. Just stay tuned. We're gonna we're gonna get get really into that, especially for the finale um, of this season.
1: Yes, you're gonna love it. So, um, I just want to go into prayer right now. Mm-hmm. So, Father God, I invite the Holy Spirit to dwell in me as I say this prayer. So you can touch that person's heart. I pray that whoever is addicted to something, Lord whether it's substance, whether it's something, just a thing in general, Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that they bring it to the altar today, that they lay it down on your feet, Lord, that They may turn away from this and if it takes time lord that you may be with them every step of the way because you are so loving and so willing to forgive that if they pick up that addiction again you're going to forgive them lord may they come to you with the loving open heart to accept you it might not take one day it might take a few days it might take a year lord We put this in your hands because we know that you do wonders. We know that Jesus is alive today because he does miracles, Lord. And I pray that anybody who's addicted right now, may they bring it to you, Lord. And it it may be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. We love you guys so much. And we hope that the Lord has done works in your heart. We pray that you turn to him. He is Jesus is the the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only way.
1: And whoever believes in him will have everlasting, everlasting. life.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: Amen. Um Yeah, guys, we don't ever want you guys to feel like we're judging or convicting. We let you guys in into our stories and we told you guys what we used to do. And there's way more to that. Like I used to do other stuff too, but We say this with a loving heart because, you know, it took us some time to let go of that bondage, to let go of that addiction. But the whole time the Lord was with us and he loved us so much through the whole process. And I know that he'll do the same to you too. Earlier today, I just had a word of knowledge. Like I just felt like somebody's going to give up that vape. I don't know. Like I just felt that in my heart. And, you know, I know that You're here for a reason. The Lord has you here for a reason. And may we all enter his kingdom one day. I love you guys. We both love you. And we'll pray for you guys. May you guys pray for us. Nobody's perfect. Jesus already did that. May we just be here to serve him. And thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, for just being so loving and Loving us each and every day.
0: Amen. I just wanted to end. Also end. Not only in prayer. But with this. With this verse right here. Because it's really good. I just wanted to end it with this. So I'm going to read. Galatians chapter 5. Verse 16. So I say. Let the Holy Spirit. Guide your lives. Then you won't be doing. What your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under the obligation of the law of Moses. And I also wanted to do Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 24. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited, or provoke one another, or be jealous of one another. Thank you guys so much. We love you so much. And we're here to pray for you. We're here for you. The Lord is here for you. And we love you so much. In Jesus' name.
1: In Jesus' name, amen.
0: (laughs) We'll catch you guys on the next part.